When I think about what it's like to be a Christian mother, I think about this quote from Shanti Feldham. It says... A friend once said that to have a child is to have your heart walk outside your body for the rest of your life. Joy and pride share heart room with worry and anxious moments, whether it's sickness, safety, school, friends, their choices or our choices, or other storms we never plan to face. Our hearts have plenty of opportunities to feel stretched or troubled. It doesn't matter if our children are infants, adults, or somewhere in between. God wants us to have abundance of motherhood, not the fear. He will always take. Uh, he may not always take away the storms, but he promises peace in the midst of them. And God calls us to be women of serenity and delight in all seasons and have an impact for generations to come. So I became a mum and a Christian at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but even before I gave my life to God... Um, he was really good to me. When I was pregnant, I had a lot of anxieties about where we would live. And I knew a few believers at the time, and they prayed with me. And then I got offered my council flat one month before Carlitos was born. And that's not even heard of. There's usually a waiting list of over a year after a child is born. So I definitely feel like God was in the midst of that. And in 2 Timothy 2.13, it says, If we are unfaithful, he remains faithful, for he cannot deny who he is. Jeremiah 32:40 says, I will make an everlasting covenant with them. I will never stop doing good to them. I will put a desire in their hearts to worship me and they will never leave me. I found it really difficult at times learning to be a mum and trying to learn to honour God at the same time. I would read the Bible and pray with Kalitos and worship with him and wonder, <laughs> is it ever going in? <laughs> And then he'll randomly come out with things like, Jesus loves everyone and Jesus talks to me when I play. (laughs) And I would often worry about Carlitos' futures. If I look at his family history, it doesn't look good. So I've been looking at what God says about generations. And in Isaiah 59, 21, it says, As for me, this is my covenant with them, says the Lord. My spirit is on you and will not depart from you. And my words that I've put on your your mouth will always be on your lips and the children's lips and your children's children forever. I, the Lord, have spoken. Isaiah 54, 13 says, I will teach all your children and they will enjoy great peace. Psalm 100, verse 5 says, For the Lord is good, his unfailing continues forever and in his faithfulness continues to each generation. So Carlitos has got a lazy eye and I've been praying about it a lot and he had like an appointment for the doctors this week and they said they're really impressed with how it's improved. His left eye is now like the same as his right eye and even the doctor said... (laughs) The doctor said how um, like amazing it is it's improved by just two months. I was like, that's because we've been praying. But... (laughs) Um, but I'm really grateful for God to that. But I also know that God wants us to be bold and he wants us to be expectant. So I took him to Crawley Healing Rooms this week and getting like further prayer for his eyes. And in that, in that, they gave me some prophecies for his life, which speaks about like the generation things that I've been praying about anyway. So I know that God is really faithful. In Psalm 33, 4, it says, For the Lord is... So the word is, sorry, for the word of the Lord is right and true. His, he is faithful in all he does. 
<coughs> Some people have told me before that um, raising kids get easier by a certain age. But um, someone gave me some advice when I became a mother, and it was that it doesn't get any easier. There's always problems. It's just that the problems change. <laughs> and there's truth in that, that we have different challenges to face throughout motherhood, but God doesn't leave us. He wants to partner with us. 1 Corinthians 3, 9 says, For we are co-workers in God's service. You are God's field, God's building. In 1 Corinthians 1, 9, it says... God will do this, for he is faithful to do what he says, and he has invited you into partnership with his son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. In Deuteronomy 6, 6 to 7, it says, And you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to the commands that I am giving you today. Repeat them again and again to your children. Talk, to them about, um, talk about them when you are at home and when you are on the road and when you are going to bed and when you are getting up. I really like this verse because it's God's encouraging us to talk to our children about him in our daily lives. But I also believe that our children learn a lot by our actions. And I want to live my life with Christ at the centre of every area of my life, honouring him. And so Carlitos knows that I host the Bible study. He even said to me this week, like, Mummy, I heard all you talking in your Bible stories last night. <laughs> so it's really cute, but I really like that, and I'm glad he didn't get up <laughs> out of bed. <laughs> um, and I've also said to Carlitos that Mummy goes to work with Jesus, like helping women. And I've explained to him that when he goes to school, Mummy's going to go to jail and help bad guys be good guys. <laughs> And, um, but not only do I want Carlitos to know all this, I want him to see how I'm treating people. Like, am I showing love and compassion and kindness? Uh, there was one time I went to town with Carlitos and he was in the pram and there was this homeless guy and I ended up talking to him because he's Mauritian. I ended up talking to him about the Elim Ifield Mauritian church. And then I completely forgot all about it. And then a few weeks later I went with Carlitos to town again, and he saw the exact point. He's like, Mummy, this man's not there anymore. So it really touched my heart that he remembered that all I did was gave this man my time. I didn't give him anything except my time. So my prayer for Carlitos is that he will make time to show love and compassion to people. <coughs> One of my biggest fears is failure, and someone said to me recently that Jesus told her, if you come to me, you will never fail as a mother. And I really take comfort in that, for Jesus is for us and not against us. He is our greatest encourager. And in all the ups and downs, in the answered prayers and unanswered prayers, I can hold on to my faith and hope in God that he is faithful and I can trust him on this journey of being a Christian mum. Excellent. Thank you very much. So, overcome nerves to speak, brought us something from the Bible and our own experience, and dealt with a small child running round her. I, it's, uh, take my hats off. Um, now, Sam, can you say something? Sam. Excellent. Morning, everyone. It still is just morning. morning. So I've got now follow Bianca, which is, uh, yeah. So uh, it was about a week or so ago that Kevin sort of asked me to speak about uh, how does being a mother reflect God's character? And, and I've kind of spent a long time thinking about this, going round the houses, 
writing something, rewriting something, but uh, these are the, some of the things that I thought about. So when we look at God's character, you know, I look at him and I see justice, goodness, holiness. He's faithful, righteous, compassionate. He loves unconditionally. He's a servant. He's a shield. He's patient, kind. And there is just so much more. I mean, I could go on and on and on. Um, and so those were the things. And, and then I looked in Genesis 1, 27, and it says... So God created mankind in his own image. In the image he created them. Male and female, he created them. And so I started to think about it, and I sort of come up... um, So I've kind of experienced this in three different ways, um, which is how God has brought something new to my character or refined my character through motherhood. Um, So the first one is accepting pain for another. So this for me started right from the outset. As soon as I fell pregnant, my life was miserable. Uh, (laughs) Sophia took over my body and made me feel sick from day one right through uh, to the end, bless her. Uh, People would often say to Kevin, oh, is Sam blooming yet? And he'd be like, um, no. Uh, So for me, it started very early on. And then it peaked at hours and hours and hours of Uh, labor and pain and uh, yeah everything that goes with that I won't go into too much and it still continues through their lives now a bit like what Bianca was saying you know your heart's walking around on two legs and um, every time my child gets hurt or my children get hurt you know it really hurts me Um, and so you know through that God has sort of shown to me that you know things can be painful but it's it's not wrong to necessarily accept that You know, the Bible is full of women who have experienced this. And one of them that comes to mind is Mary. Um, She watched her own son be uh, humiliated. He was tortured. uh, And then he was put to death on a cross. And I, you know, I feel bad if someone says something to my child that I don't like. I can't imagine what it must have been like for Mary to see her son go all through that. But, you know, he did that for us and he did that for Mary and uh, I'm, I'm just so grateful for the example that she gave through those circumstances. And, you know, we can look to her in times when we are struggling with hurts when it comes towards our children and see how she took that in her stride and how she honoured her son by holding up the things that God has asked her to do. The second thing is uh, a petition. You know, mother's petition. Um, even before God gave me my children, I was, I was praying for them. I was praying that we'd be able to have children. I was praying for a promise. Um, in the Bible, it's full of uh, how it says, go forth and bear fruit. And um, so right from then, uh, just petitioning God for those, those blessings. And once I knew that uh, he'd blessed me and that he was knitting a new person together inside, my prayers even increased. And they increased even from... Things like, uh, in my family, asthma is quite a big thing, and it's generational. It's never missed a generation. You know, and I prayed about that to God, and I can honestly say that God has blessed every one of my children. Um, None of them are showing any signs of asthma. I've had doctors saying it's 95% sure that your kids will have asthma. And I could sit there in confidence and say to him, no, because I've prayed to my God and he answers me and he gives me good things. And so I can say, thank you, God, that, you know, they've got good health, that he has gone before them in in that situation. 
Um, I think, you know, like Hannah, who cried out for many years in her deep anguish. Hannah prayed to the Lord, weeping bitterly, and that's in 1 Samuel 10. And that, again, it's even before she could have a baby. She was crying out to God. Um, And so, you know, that is one thing that God has helped develop in me by becoming a mother, is that petitioning him for not only things for myself, but things for others that will benefit others. Um, And he answers them in so many different ways. And he sends his Holy Spirit to not only uh, give us strength, but he gives us insight, he gives us wisdom, and he helps guide my steps. I I hate to think where I would be without the Holy Spirit coming in between me and my kids because he's the one in the middle, the mediator, the one that softens the rough edges. And, you know, he drops wisdom into my heart about situations that they're facing that I may be able to fulfill the need that they need from me as a mother. And I'm so grateful that it's not by my might or my strength or my, even my understanding, but, you know, he, he provides before um, in situations. It was a bit like Bianca saying, you know, it doesn't get easier, it just changes. But, you know, we can be confident that God's Holy Spirit knows everything about my children and about your children, and he will lead us and make a way smooth for us in ways that if he wasn't in our lives, we wouldn't, we wouldn't know, you know? I, I think the uh, challenges of motherhood are just extensive, but we have an awesome God... Um, who goes before us. And the third thing is to prepare someone else for life. Um, you know, we prepare, I prepare my kids every day for everyday life, stuff like learning how to dress themselves, <laughs> to learning how to swim, learning how to read. Um, and each one of these takes many, many, many hours to achieve, achieve this. And quite often it is through blood, sweat and tears. And that is just the day-to-day grinds straightforward stuff Um, there is a saying and it says that you can lead a horse to water but you can't make it drink but you can salt the oats and I think you know God has given me uh, my kids and it's a great responsibility and and stewardship but showing my kids Jesus and teaching them the way um, the ways of God and who he is you know telling him of his great love and how, uh, how special they are to him, and how he created them, to tell them about the beauty of his creation, um, and how he answers prayers, and how good he is, and how he's provided, and to share that God has revealed to me in his word, and to sing to him, and to sing over them about his love, and to partner with his Holy Spirit. You know, those are the things, you know, you can't make your children come to know Christ but you can show them exactly who he is and soak those oats. And so that is definitely something that um, God has done in me, those three things. There are lots of other things that God has refined my character through becoming a mother. I mean, so back to the question of how does it reflect God's character? So God showed the way through Jesus, and Paul writes to Ephesians saying that we should copy Christ in order that we will live well. Imitate God, therefore, in everything you do, because you are his dear children. Live a life filled with love, following the examples of Christ. He loved us and offered himself a sacrifice for us. Please, and, sorry, a pleasing aroma to God. And that's chapter 5, 1 to 2. So God also gave us his Holy Spirit. So he gave Jesus as an example of this is how to live a good life. 
and then he gave his Holy Spirit so that we may be able to do that um, and strengthen us. Um, and, you know, by using my children, he's helped to refine me and to make me more like Jesus every day. The fruits of the spirits in Galatians are, but the fruits of the spirits is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. And this is all the things that the Holy Spirit brings to us. And without those things, there's no way that I would be a fit mother. And so I thank God every day that he comes and intervenes, that he shows me how to operate those things and work it out in my life through Jesus. And he's given us his Bible and his word, and he's given us examples of other godly women that have gone before us. And so I am so thankful to God. I am so thankful that he has given me the awesome blessing of my kids and that he's using that to work out his uh, salvation in my life, and I'm so thankful for that. And if you're not a mother yet, and you want to be a mother, keep praying. If you are a mum, keep on, keep on going. And you may not be a mother, but you may be a spiritual mother. You know you can come along and draw alongside people in ways that makes a difference. And uh, I just pray that God will bless you. Thank you, Lord.